Right, um, basically, you camp to the evening, Scaly and Matt, Matt bent back to uh, pick up the goblin body, Scaly's um, gauntlet started bleeding, you'd asserted that a ether storm was on the way, you went to the, went to the hags, found out information about the ether storm, and um, about the... Oh, no, no, sorry, you bumped into... Um, Fagface getting attacked. Uh, Alexis's new character, Jess's new character, getting attacked from members of House of Alexis. You saved her. She fucked off because she was a bitch. Boris joined the party. You went to the Hags, tricked the Hags. The Hags attacked. Well, one of the Hags attacked you. You killed her. Boris crapped his pants. You left. The end. <laughs> Drop this in sixty seconds. <laughs> That's about the way uh, I recall it. Yep. Yeah. Why don't we just go with that? Okay. It's nice and brief. Yeah, fuck it, why not? <laughs> <sighs> so it has begun. The beginning of the end. One of the three lay slain by your hand, and you have the powder known as Bitterstrike Extract. Now all that remains is to rescue the innocent Byrona and find who the Shridai has possessed. There are three days until you return to Victal. Just three days. Pray to the gods that you're in time, for if the Aether storm is building, even the non-spell for, for the Aether storm is building, even the non-spellcasters in your party can now feel the tension in the air. Okay, so are there any general plans for? Heading down towards Victor, he's got a three-day steady march. You may be able to um, pick up a bit of lost time if you uh, put a force march in. What's the plan? Oh, just an out-of-character knowledge. If anybody hears a gunshot, please call the police in the Cedar Rapids, Iowa area, as I've probably been shot. Why? My next-door neighbors are uh, arguing mm -hmm. loudly. They're black, and we're in the ghetto. So why would you get shot? One thing leads to the other. <laughs> well, because they're notorious for not shooting themselves, but shooting the neighbors next to them. Stray bullets and all. Uh, and you're sitting near a window, yes? I'm guessing. No, the walls are like fucking paper thin, so... Uh, um... <laughs> I won't stop a fucking bullet. <laughs> mm. um, that is I'm... so staying in the audio, I'm sorry. I'm not with the main party. Um, no, you're not. I would have gone ahead, so... Yep, no, they'll, they'll bump into you later, so don't worry. Yeah. You're kind of in your little box of doom. Yeah. yeah I can turn it off uh, continuously following me now. So, come on, what, what's the plans for your marching and so forth? I would suggest that we, uh, that we, uh... put in a, a force march. Alex, you alive over there? Can I ask a question? Yeah. Um, well, the pace of Moss and... Uh, who else is armored to hell? Um, Carolyn, <laughs> I guess? Mm-hmm. Uh, if their force march would be how... Maybe double pace. So their force march would be pretty much everybody else's normal march. Yeah. So... Although, although Carolyn has pace five, so she's actually faster than most of the, most of the rest of the party. If I'm double-pacing it, that means I'm moving a little bit faster than the rest. 
No, if you're, you, no. no, no, Scaly, you're always double pacing. It's the only way you could keep up with the rest of the party. What the, what's the rest of the party? Threes? Fives? Uh, fives. Yeah. Um, I'm three, so you're double, that would be six. Yes. I'm six. Roland's four, Carolyn, and everybody else is five. So how can Moss be faster than Double March? He can't. But anyway, Alex, are you alive over there? Alex, you muted. Yeah, yeah, I'm alive. Okay, I've not muted myself. Yes, I guess. Okay, so anyway, what's the plan for the marching order? Well, not marching order, what's the plan you... Um... I, I'd agree with the forced march. Let me get my shit's all around. Okay. Now, you, it's currently night time, so you can choose whether to uh, continue moving through the night or camp. Well, moving during the night time is probably a bad idea. I mean, if one of the scouts of the village spotters were kind of fucked. Yeah, but you're more likely to be spotted during the day. Yeah, but it's easier to spot people, too, and we don't really have a, a good sneak in the party. And uh, I think it's going to be quite easy to spot spot what would be glo glowing blue party because of mosses of a burning torch. Indeed. So stealth is out the window. I say we camp. Yeah, but why are we camping? Are we close enough that that this is making a point? No, but it's night, and that's what you do. Yeah, you wanted to get there faster, so marching through the night would be. Uh, yeah, but then, but then. Marching through the night and then being dog ass tired when we actually arrive and and have to be worried about sneaking around and and doing things right is generally not a good idea. I got the stamina to go all night. So. You, well, you can go on ahead. We'll look at your ass. <laughs> uh, God, if we need to get new material for jokes. I'm sorry. This doesn't stop it being funny, you just need to get moving. Okay, so is the uh, general um, word of the party is that Scaly's going on ahead, everybody's going to look his ass in camp. Works for me. Yeah. Scaly? Oh, I'm supposed to guard them, so... Is that a but yes no, or no, you'll, Scaly? Are you you'll actually do what we say? Holy shit. Sure. What is this, opposite day? Yeah. As you settle down for the night, you are shocked to discover that inside your campfire, for the briefest second, you witness Alexia's deaths in the flames. Now if this had just been from one of you, say, just Roland imagining it, then it could just be put down to as a, uh, a trick of the mind, a trick of the light, but no, all of you see it. See this scene emerge in shades of flame red and yellow inside your campfire. Just there for a moment, gone. Truce? I didn't just imagine that, did I? Mm, no. Not unless both of us are. Um... Um... Not knowing anything else about it, I'd say it might be uh, might be a uh, an artifact of the ether storm that's that's coming up. I'd, it 
might be uh, getting into our heads. From your knowledge of such, Roland, it's entirely possible that this could be, as Gareth has suggested, not Gareth, um, Moss's Druce, put it in the end, has suggested. Well, time's the jump. Again. <laughs> Run down the list, you'll hit it eventually. Yeah. My god, he's like my mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just imagine how I'm going to be when I'm 30. Are you I mean, the milkman? My father confuses <laughs> uh, two boys. <laughs> Roland nods to Drus. Yeah, you're probably right. Alright. So, what's the plan when we reach Victal? Victal is the place we're going to, right? Yes. Good. You really should um, take notes. Try not to get uh, arrested and, and hung, and uh, um, try to identify the three people most likely to be possessed and uh, do the powder thing. And uh, on those three, I would uh, I would suggest. Uh, uh, couple of our old friends uh, of the Inquisition, or at least I hope it's one of them. Uh, yeah, that would be kind of ironic. But, uh, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but uh, uh, I think we should probably uh, check the girl first. Who? Byrona? Lady Carolyn asks. Yeah. Yeah. Do you honestly think it's her? Gareth queries. Well, we can't rule anyone out at this point. Hmm. That's true. And the the strange occurrences do appear to be focused on on her and those around her yes very true anyway it's been a long night i'm gonna get some sleep who's from first watch i suppose oh sorry yeah, i will very well wake me when i'm next and gareth will grow asleep as will most of the party in fact because unfortunately only Alex, Jess, Matt, and Scaly have bothered to turn up today. Roland doesn't seem able to sleep and soon sits up again. Moss promptly uh, falls asleep without even a shutter. Okay. So uh, they'll leave just Druce and Alexander left. Roland. <laughs> yes. I was in Tropis, I would have gone insane a long time ago. Mm. Maybe you did and started calling yourself Roland. Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> or, you know, started seeing talking dogs. <laughs> Distinct possibility. Uh, come, guys. You two are awake. Best of sleep. Yen. <sighs> Tired, Druze. I could take over. 
Uh, I can, uh, I can take, take my watch. You actually should do your best to get some sleep. I can help with that if you want. No, I'm, I'm all right. I'll just, I'll just stay up a little while longer. And then I'll be tired of the bitch, I'm sure. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, uh, get the, uh, the priest up, up next, so we can all get some downtime. This is, uh, I hope, I hope, uh, it's gonna be over soon. You mean this, this mission with finding the shirt eye? Yeah, I suppose that's what I mean. Uh, Roland will give Teresa a look. What do you uh, really mean? This is, uh, this whole business since I got here, this is, it's, it's just been, <sighs> mortals aren't supposed to be put into situations like this. It's, uh, it's not fair. It's more than we can handle. And, uh... I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be engaging in... hyperbole to... to say that it's actually amazing that... we've survived this long. Well, some of us, anyway. Roland nods solemnly. Yeah. Just gotta keep doing, keep going, and make sure it wasn't all for nothing. Okay. Shall we presume your watch goes uneventfully and move on to you waking up, Gareth? Yes. Um, Alex, is Roland gonna stay up awake after uh, Drew's goes? No, sleep? no, he's gonna, he's gonna get some sleep. Okay then the rest of the night will go uneventfully. Travelling... Oh god, that stinks. Excuse me. <laughs> That's what you get for eating fish pies at five in the morning, you nut job. <laughs> yes, actually I think it might have been the chili and beef, sa beef uh, sandwiches I had earlier. I shouldn't cook. Chili and beef? Yeah, no, 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 seriously, I shouldn't be allowed to cook. I make such horrible concoctions. And there's microwaves as well, and I really think that stinks. That was probably <laughs> the, uh, the nail in the coffin. It smells like fucking dog shit. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, oh, this is lucky this isn't smell-o-vision. Other people at home would be dead by now. <laughs> anyway. We're very grateful. <laughs> <laughs> it's times like this... That playing the playing our games of the internet is a blessing. Yes. Yes, yes it is. Because you're a disgusting pig. <laughs> Thank you, I think. <laughs> Travelling down the road during noontime brings the odd discovery 
of two very fat and ugly ravens watching you from the trees above. By the manner in which they cry to each other, it would not be too preposterous to think they were talking. Hmm. Um, two tin pieces says that that is the surviving two sisters keeping an eye on us. Noticing they have been spotted, they fly off cackling wildly in the manner of birds. They fly off in the direction of Victal. Anyone taking the bet? Uh, yeah, you're on. Alright. An hour later, Demetria suddenly collapses and experiences a vision. She later tells you about this vision. She experiences a vision of two men forcing a woman with a scarred face up onto a pyre. She also sees, she explains, you lot racing towards the, fire, the pyre whilst a fat, ugly, cackling storm sorry, cat, crackling, not cackling and storm forms overhead. You do not need the uh, weird witch lady to explain this dream to you. We don't have a lot of time. Correct. And if you do not hurry, Byrona will be slain. And this vision also reveals the ether storm is nearly upon you. And brings to mind the question Could the two be related? And if so, why? By the time the sun descends beyond the hills, Moss's right hand suddenly starts oozing blood from beneath his gauntlet. Flexing fingers? You feel no pain, although that could quite happily be because your hand may be numbed. Hmm. I don't feel any pain. Continue on. Uh, Roland will notice the trail of blood in front of him. Good idea. <laughs> Moss, what's wrong with your hand? Nothing we can wait. Uh, no, okay, you don't seem to understand how much blood's coming from your hand, Scaly. A lot. It's oozing blood. It's not little tiny pit patter. It's, it's as if Sunny's turned, turned the flood machine on inside your hand. Well, it's the, our... <laughs> it, it's it... the, it's only a flesh wound kind of blood flow. Yeah. Just <laughs> only a flesh wound. No, dude, let's go. Yeah, Laroth. I'm on it. Moss, for the love of the gods, stand the hell still. Gowoff stomps over, grabs um, Moss's ha um, arm and begins removing his right gauntlet. With the gauntlet removed, the blood flow suddenly stops, and you will discover no sign of wound. Hmm. What trickery is this? It's the storm. Hmm. Alright, let's keep going. Wait, what do you mean, storm? It's the ether storm. What's an ether storm? Wasn't that explained last session? Yeah, but Gareth was outside with, um... Carolyn. Oh, I didn't know that. You feel that tension in the air? 
I do. Me too. It's like, it's like you could cut it with a knife. Yes. It's... Alright. Basically a magic, magical storm. And it's bad. Why do they form? Uh, they form from from the barrier the the veil that exists and separates this world from the spirit realm, the other worlds, the planes of the gods, the burning pits of hell, etc um, is weakens and allows some of that other stuff that we don't like to come into this one. That's what this storm is. A very, very academic response. Gareth, uh, Gareth replies sarcastically. But I understand, thank you. There's, um... So what do we do? We hurry, that's all we can do. Well, hurry towards what? Well, we have to find out who the Shredai is, because the Shredai is the key. The key to the storm and everything else? It's gotta be connected. It can't just be coincidence. That's the only lead we have. Very well, then. I suppose... Best hurry. Alright. Keep marching. Very well. Okay. We'll throw a glance at Boris. I wonder how he's reacting to all of this. Boris thinks you're all batshit fucking crazy, and he's keeping as far away from you nut jobs as he can. Let's put it in diplomatic ah. terms. I wouldn't blame him. Me neither. Um, anyway, you, um, as night falls, you notice in the distance the lights from another camp, a small one. In the mm. distance, you hear a shrill Vitanian accent shout out, Victor, you idiot! Yeah, we definitely should bypass uh, this. We don't have time for that. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, so awesome. <laughs> um, Roland looks to the uh, rest of the group. You know, I hate to say it, but I'm with Drews on this. We don't have time to babysit a noble. We camp here then. Although, Roland. Yeah. Um, um, apart from Boris back there, um, she's actually the only, er, L, and, uh, and, um, damn, uh, Alicia's character, um, Demetria. the, the, um, noble up there is pretty much the only one we know who's not a wanted criminal in Victile. You know, you make a fair point. All right, so, uh, Demetria, you'll approach. Very well. And Boris, you, uh, stay out of sight. Yes. The rest of us just, um, keep behind Demetria. Okay. The Demetria will approach, um, the Vatanian camp. One Vatanian camp. Edge. Behave yourself. Okay, so we have the rest of you morons. 
Uh, and you have the other almighty, Demetria. Hail, Demetria says, approaching the camp. What are you doing here? This is a free road. We're just walking down it. Maybe join you? You're following me? We are not following you, no. If we are following you, we wouldn't have been seen. Demetria adds with a smile. Come. Will you not let us be company for the evening? Your your witches, they're they're with you. My oh, sorry, your your accent. I'm not familiar with the Batanian tongue. They they healed them. Yes. They are true priests of the true gods. But their wings came. No, no, I saw no wings. Uh, Natalia looks at her as if she's a blind moron. Demetria will smile in her most diplomatic fashion. Perhaps, perhaps your assassins were using some kind of magic to, bef to bewitch you. Maybe they were attempting you to attempting to stop you from seeing the seeing prospective allies to turn your turn you against us as well as them. I should totally work for the UN. Offensive spells coming online. <laughs> ne we should never give Matt a fireball. <laughs> flame bolt. Hey, you want to borrow my flame bolt? <laughs> oh, can I? Yeah. Awesome. You just do a little dance and then you say something in Latin. I don't know. Pseudo Latin. Cool. So complicated. You're aware that how you can take care of PCs. Yeah, you've got Moss the PC killer. Anyway, before do you, bloody blah blah, turn you against everybody, bloody blah blah. Victor, you go check these people out. Yes, my lady. And Victor is suddenly sounding a lot like Boris. <laughs> sorry. Yes, my lady. That is better. <laughs> Shut up, Boris. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Victor will walk over to the party. Admit that Boris's voice is simply due to that picture. <laughs> it is. I totally need to put, put, put this picture online. It looks completely batshit crazy. <laughs> and then you've got Victor who looks like, what the fuck are you on? <laughs> yeah. Just as long, and and you know, and this is an Easter egg for all the Americans who are about my age. Just as long as as none of them make a big, long, complicated plan, and then say, "Then we get moose and squirrel." Yeah, yeah, I know that one. <laughs> for fifty-five years, we've been hunting moose and squirrel, and we've not even come close. Yes, and that's what I based my <laughs> Russian accents on. Old Rocky and Bullwinkle cartoons. You wouldn't be the first one. What? I said you wouldn't be the first one who's done that. No. Greetings. What say you, Travelers? Will you join us or not? Sounds like a good idea. Decision of your mistress. My mistress is leaving the decision to me, I think. And I think that if you 
had not saved us from Alexis' scum, we would not be alive right now. We owe you our thanks. It is my duty to give that to you, not my mistress. You must understand that my mistress is of noble blood. As am I, in a way, but not as noble as hers. Therefore, it would be belittling to her for her to speak directly to you. That is why I am here. I am her guardian and her voice. Aren't half of us noble-blooded? Um, we have... Is that, is that in character? No, that's out of character. I was oh. wondering. I, if I remember correctly, like pretty much almost all of us are like noble-blooded. Yeah, but like... not all of you look noble. Yeah, I mean... Besides, we've been on the road for a while. Yeah, um, Demetria is a legatus, so she she's essentially a noble. She has to be given sort of a noble, nobleistic status to do her job as a diplomat. Um, we have Peter Garoff, he's a, well, a priest of bureaucracy, so he's got that. Then, of course, you have Dame Carolyn, Sir Brian Moss, Roland, Duval, nobles, Boris obviously isn't, and uh, Druce isn't, and Miach definitely is, he's King of Keg. He will yeah, be. but Roland doesn't really look the part. No, neither does Moss. Because you don't run around. Well, Moss might look the part, kind of, but he doesn't really uh, act the part. Yeah. Well, um, in that case, I'm, uh, I'm happy to accept your hospitality, but only... For the moment, un un unfortunately, our 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 errand is quite urgent. I thank you. I will pass this message on to my mistress. And again, thank you for your help earlier. It was most charitable. Mistress, they will be staying with us tonight, if it pleases you. Very well. Roland takes a step forward. I really don't miss this part of nobility. Yeah, and out of out of character, this is good role playing, but it's it's gonna get pretty cumbersome. <laughs> yeah, the idea is that over time, Natalia will kind of realize that she can't act hoity-toity over forever, or the party will stab her in the face. Do you want a party? Moss will do it. Yeah, we'll just get Moss to do it. Roland will nod to Moss. Oh, I get to kill her? Cool! <laughs> no, 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 Moss will walk up to her, smack her in the chops and, and say, TELL ME WHAT YOU KNOW! TELL ME WHAT YOU KNOW! It, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's even, it's even simpler than that. We'll just stop stopping Moss from killing her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, so the party camps with Natalia and company. Is there any discussions you want to give with her, or should we move on? Mm, let me think for a minute. Might be. <laughs> we do want to convince her to uh, go into town for us. And snoop around and... But how do we do that? Especially since a Boris is looming. He's <laughs> <laughs> In the background. <laughs> Currently Boris is hunting squirrel for lunch. Come here, squirrel, squirrels. Come here, stupid squirrel. How stupid about... round eyes. <laughs> How about we, as a party, spend the next 30 minutes explaining in detail to Boris, or yes. not Boris, Victor, yes. um, the, the nature and urgency 
of uh, our mission, and then one of two things will happen. He will either decide to help us, and then then that makes it easy. We'll we'll get the help we need, or um, he'll decide that we're all batshit crazy and um, kick us out. In which case, we can move on and try again, figure out something else. I is, like that idea. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah. Yes. Okay, give me a persuasion check, and yeah, um, all, the, all I'm curious about is what you're not including in that tale. Um, not relevant, really? I don't know. Um, I don't know, perhaps, perhaps we might want to leave out that we just got back um, from the, the weird-ass... Uh, <laughs> realms. Uh, other than that, I'd say put it all out on the table. Uh, what about feeding the corpses to the Fey? <laughs> I would leave that part out too. <laughs> okay, um, are we going to make Demetria make the uh, attempt? Oh yeah, she's got sure. the best persuade. It's kind of her job description. Oh, I'm sure hers is better than Druce's. We just sit that looking. Yep, she does it. Roll of a 13, does the job. <laughs> I will pass this on to my mistress. One moment, please. She's sitting right there. <laughs> Decorum. Victor <laughs> turns around and passes them. Passes more or less word for word the general gist onto his mistress. <laughs> well, mistress, Roland, what Roland is your decision? Roll the pats, pats on. I'll find a nice, quiet place as this talking is getting irritating and sharpens his sword. Swords. <laughs> She's sitting on a nice flat rock as if it were a throne. <laughs> um, <laughs> besides the fire. You're having way too much fun with this, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she I'm, might. I'm, I'm debating whether or not actually to go <laughs> to kill her, shink. Not to kill her, shink. <laughs> whether or not this will help me, shink. Or this will fuck the party over some more, shink. I've got an image of Moss making daisy chains. Want to kill her? Want to kill her not? Want to kill her? Want to kill her not? <laughs> Remember, I don't like authority. <laughs> authority! I don't like anyone. <laughs> you will respect my authority! I don't yeah, like authority! Yeah, except I have a real problem with people who actually flaunt authority. He does, Screw I believe. you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad nobody, I, I wasn't the only person like picked up. Anyway, come um, what, what does um, Natalia say to Victor? Natalia um, mulls it over for a moment, well, more than a moment, but not too long. Um, and this is the only place of any civilization, and I'm totally messing up the accent. <laughs> it's it's to be honest, your Russian's a lot better than mine. We have yes, and the slightly different yes. <laughs> Yeah. You're doing fine, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're not chasing after squirrels. <laughs> and moose. And moose. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what a moose is yet, I'm still chasing it. Anyway, um... So, you, what were you actually trying to say? Because I honestly couldn't make out what you were trying to say there. This is the only place of civilization nearby. Yes? If my maps are correct, mistress. 
After Vigtel, there is at least a week until we meet the Borto city, which Danny then has not named yet. Then I see no harm in going to this village and seeing what is happening. Yes, and may I suggest, Mistress, after we've helped them, perhaps they will help us. Uh, traveling to the border cities will be difficult if we do not have aid. Yes, but they seem prone to bad luck, yes? Bad luck perhaps, Mistress, but uh, luck has not been on our side of late, has it? And might I add uh, that there is a reason why there is no no place beyond here for a week. It is Orc territory, Mistress. I... I... I suppose... Yes, we will agree. Very good, Mistress. And, uh, Victor will pass this message on. <clears throat> Excellent. And, and, and... Uh, quite surprising. I, I, I certainly, you know, had no inkling over the past minute or, or so that, you know, she might be agreeing to accompany us. <laughs> yes, my mistress's ways are very deceptive. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Moving on. It's now the morning of day three. Traveling through the morning, you spot a large goblin army in the distance. Too large for you to confront. And this is a massive army, and it does not appear to have noticed you just yet. It would be very possible, if you so wished, to make a diversion through the woods. But it would slow you down. Well, slowing down is definitely faster than being dead. Well, I don't know, it depends where you want to go. <laughs> Frenzy! Um, I say we avoid these guys. And it's, uh, well, I don't quite see all their numbers, but I'm guessing we can't take them. Yeah. From the looks of the we'll color uh, colorations, there are at least three different tribes amassed here. Will our, uh, will our, uh, um, honorable knight companions, uh, agree to allow us to be, uh, I don't know, cowardly and sneaky? It depends what the sneaky and cowardly would be. If it is simply to walk around this uh, suicide, then I see no harm in it. It is not as if they've noticed us. There is no battle here. Yeah, we're doing this to avoid bloodshed, not to uh, cause it. Alright. Although, although, you know, to be perfectly honest, we are we are doing it to avoid our blood being shed so. but, but uh, no, I'm sorry I'm not helping my own argument am I Please. no you're not uh, lucky <laughs> I didn't go. hear that let's move along <laughs> Drush you'd know which way to go the woods is your territory I think <laughs> just takes out the heavy steel shield his iron longsword and goes just in case mm -hmm. okay so deciding to head around the uh, innumerable goblin armies. <laughs> you could have taken them. Um, I'll take the middle, you guys take the sides. Danny? Yes? 
Uh, we forgot something. Are you about to say uh, decavates? Yes. Yes, we'll do that later. We'll do that um, once you reach Victor. Tash had something to add. Yes. Um, she wanted me to remind you that she, that her character wished to apologize for calling them dogs last session. I'm not sure what that was referring to, but um, ask Tash if she wants to play. Uh, no, she had to bug her off. She just okay. Yeah, she's going back around her friend's house then. Okay. Apparently, Carolyn apologizes to the Vitanians for calling them dogs last session. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's what I thought. Yes. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> Stupid squeal. <laughs> anyway, uh, so heading past my obvious speed bump, you decide to travel through the woods. Partway through your journey, you discover a copse of screaming trees. Surrounding them are the bodies of three woodsmen. The woodsmen appear to have killed each other in a murderous frenzy. Even in death, they are entwined in a murderous desire. The trees, the, appear, tree the trees appear to be screaming, for where the woodsman's axes touch them, great bloody wounds spill thick, hot, steaming blood onto the forest floor. Hmm. I poke one. What, tree or dead I body? Dead body. It's dead. Alright, well, Druce, I don't know about you, but this is kind of creepy. Yeah, and uh, Druce um, walks up to the to the nearest wounded tree and pulls the axe out carefully. Mm -hmm. And um, blood spills out all proper sleeping horror, um, sleepy horror, um, hollow star. Yeah, and uh, and uh, you know I'll cast a uh, healing spell on the tree. Yeah, but don't bother casting it because by the time you reach Victor, you're to fully restore power points. Okay. Okay. I want to check the, the woodsman's body. Do they have anything on them? Uh, they might have a few tin pieces if you want to take them. <clears throat> like, short's name, Bob. Like written on the inseam or something. Yeah, sure. We can have Bill, Bob, and Fred, the woodsman. And I'll uh, I'll um, um, re repeat the process with the other uh, other trees. Uh, yep. Speaking in the Fey tongue, uh, you know, asking in 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 Fey, uh, what occurred here? No, nobody else in the party will hear this, this discourse. Okay, good, because Natalia's already like <laughs> screaming trees and dead bodies, not something she's used to. Yeah. <laughs> beginning to tear it's uh, it's 
about to actually rend completely open. My my companions and I are are um, attempting to prevent that, but um, we need to move quickly. And there are some uh, there are some creatures in our way that that uh, have to be uh, avoided. Uh, can you help? We can help. As you helped us. But on request, I have a Name, name it. With that, an acorn will fall and bounce off uh, the ash's head. Druce right. will retrieve it and place it in a different pouch. Uh, um, a different pouch so, so that it's he doesn't accidentally pull it out with his other acorns and turn it into dust when when uh, <laughs> in the spell. That'd be most unfortunate. And and uh, and. Uh, and uh, you know, he says, uh, "I will do this, or, or, uh, um, I shall fall in in the attempt. In either case, your acorn will be buried." Okay, so you leave the uh, the bleeding tree, screaming, awesome. Um, clearing and head deeper into the woods. Excellent. It's going to be like that scene at the end of the Two Towers. Yeah, it's not the only awesome scene in the Two Towers, because the Two Towers are pretty yeah. boring, to be honest. Compared to the others. I like Crazy Ship. Right. But anyway, rog. Anyway. Right, um, as we move on uh, quickly, Al Druce uh, um, explains his uh, conversation quietly to uh, the priest and to Roland. Whilst I agree that perhaps that was a wise choice, Bruce, it's a little close to devilry for my liking. Well, it's either it's either as the old saying goes, it's either the the um, the, the devil you know and Drews points at himself there, or the devil you don't, and he points up at the storm. Yes, I agree. Okay, so you've got a question. Mm -hmm. Drews, you asked for aid, but why can we actually count on from this? Um, uh, they can talk 
they can at the very minimum um, talk to the other trees in, in, in the forest. They might uh, have some influence with the um, woodwives and, and sprites and spirits, and who knows? They might even be able to walk. Um, at, at, at the very least, uh, I suspect uh, we're going to have an easier time sneaking sneaking past the goblins. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Actually, you probably have, because you've seen two towers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, as you move on, a day creeps on. Gowroth um, kind of lingers back the group and kind of moves aside. Roland. Roland. No word of you. Yeah. I want to talk to you about death. About... About death. Yes. Is this really the time, Galaroth? I think this is the perfect time, Roland. Whatever we're heading in, we need your mind. Exactly on the moment we're in. Not in moments past. So I want to talk to you about death. Alright. Go on. When somebody dies, they are taken before and sandy and judged before his flown whether their path on this life was good or not. Their path was good, they are set upon one road. Their path was not, then another. These roads are not roads in the sense that we know them. Instead, it is a, a length of time before they are reborn into this life, to a body anew. Now, should they be lost in those paths, then, unfortunately, they can turn into what we know as demons. But not all demons are evil, you should understand. If they fall on the path of darkness, then yes, they will be evil and malign. But some seek to help us. Some even say this is where the Fae first come from. And that's not what I want to talk about. You see, true love, the gods understand this. And a true love, if dying before her partner joins her in the afterlife, may choose to wait. Wait at, Insand at the foot of Insandi's throne. And there, she'll wait until she's joined by her love. So you should not worry about Alexia. Yes, she has died, and it's a tragedy. She'll be you rejoined of her if your love was true. And if it is not, then over time you'll recover from such a loss. Do you understand? I think I do, Galaroth. Like I do. Good. Because if what you say is true, this is a need for storm and all that you've said has been accurate. Including what Drusus mentioned. I fear for us all. And you may not have to wait long before you've reunited with Alexia. Night falls. Oh no, sorry, Miss Sank. By afternoon, the infernal rain stops. And this time, it is not briefly. The rain will not return for the remainder of this book. Instead, the rains are now replaced by a moggy, damp 
heat, and your brows are soon sodden. Night eventually falls, and so leaving the forest, you discover yourself back on the very road into Victau that you first appeared on way back in Book One, Episode, sorry, Book Three, Episode One. Heading down it with a fresh spring in your step, you know that it is only a matter of hours until you'll be in Victau. But after an hour, you stumble across the remains of a battle. Judging by the freshness of the wounds, it must have only happened early in the day, probably in the afternoon. Walking through the corpses, you easily recognise the bodies of the Inquisitors and their men. They appear to have been destroyed alongside a goblin army, the same army you saw earlier in the day. But judging by the sheer number of goblin corpses, it seems unlikely this area will be bothered by goblins for a year or so. Both sides appear to have been decimated by an outside force. There are but three hours now until Victor. Mm-hmm. Um, Go over to the first Inquisitor. He has been squashed by something. Squashed utterly flat. How's his coin purse? What kind wow, of knight just... are you? Yeah, I'm wondering that. <laughs> A knight that, you know, has to, you know, survive somehow. Um, Roland smacks Moss over the head. <laughs> hey. Got a job to do here. You can feel a tense, a, sorry, a tensening of the air around you. The storm is very close. If it does not arrive today, it will tomorrow. Look, Moss, we don't have time to loot. What's money gonna be worth if we're all dead? You gotta pay the ferryman something. No, no, I can, I can tell you from personal experience that um, the ferryman works for free. Um, and Roland, I believe you were asking me earlier um, in in what way the trees could help us? Yeah. Druce spreads his arms ex- expansively to indicate the carnage around them. Here and there you can see the clearly that the bodies have been clearly crushed by something. You can even see deep craters that have been formed in the earth that might have suggested spells were they not clearly moving in and then back out. Sorry, out then back in to the forest. The trees, suddenly as you look at them, seem to hold a much more malevolent appearance. You you almost feel as if you're being watched. Well, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, we move? Yeah. As we make our way back towards the town, I'm going to prep me about four Molotovs. Excuse me? Molotovs? And then put them in my back pocket. Question. 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 A. Where did you get the alcohol alcohol from? B. Where did you get the cloth from? C. Where did you get the knowledge to make Molotovs from? I don't think they had their own night training 101. No, no, I they... have nine flasks of oil. I have an extra set of clothes. Mm-hmm, that works. Where did you get the knowledge from? Uh, give me a knowledge roll. A flaming piece of rag. Give me a knowledge roll. Smarts. 
smarts would be. No knowledge. Oh, yeah, here, just give me a smarts, a smarts roll. I think. Depends. Do you guys have That'll knowledge? Work. Wait, so I need to check see if you have knowledge. Um... What's here? No, we're gonna have to wait for something. Terrorism. Yeah, give me, give me a general knowledge roll. Success. <laughs> knowledge war. No, that knowledge was a smart terrorism. check, um, Moss. Not a general knowledge roll. Oh. Huh. Smarts, you know how to put the rag in the bottle. <laughs> well, to be fair, we now have uh, uh, three Bolsheviks in the party who could show him. Yeah. And the roll of so one, you what? fail. My knowledge is D6. Apparently it's zero. <laughs> Which is oh, definitely not right, so... Ah, oh, fuck it, you, you pass. Great. I need to learn how to script on these days. Oh, no, these are, these are the old shitty scripts. Ha ha ha, they're not meant to work, they're shit. Okay, so yes, Moss somehow... He must have served in Vatan at one point during one of the uprisings. Yes. Moss unfortunately knows how to make Mortovs. Awesome. <laughs> Depending on what side you're on. If you're on the Moss's side, then it's not awesome. Considering, <laughs> he's, considering what Moss, Moss is throwing is, side, he's more likely... It's awesome because I'll fail. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Considering your, your throwing is D4 minus 2, yeah, you're going to cause more damage to your own party members than you are the enemy, so I'm not too concerned. Yeah. Hey, that sounds like Moss to me. Mm. Okay, awesome. I, 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 I can just imagine him in a, in a younger day with a beard and a beret and a black turtleneck, chucking bombs in the street. <laughs> All right. Um, when the party had come upon the goblins in the Inquisition, um, Victor and Natalia had gone ahead because obviously they're not involved in the uh, squabblings of. Mm -hmm people and they the plan is to go ahead for them so yes that's okay. okay that's fine um that's cool you'll arrive an hour ahead of the party i'm guessing probably mm -hmm. for, for convenience sake you arrive an hour ahead of the party right anyway so the rest of the party heading towards victor as well yeah okay we move an hour later rushing down the road you suddenly feel a pulse force itself towards you. This occurs as the first wave of the ether is sent out. The storm is very nearly upon you. All non-spellcasters will now gain a free draw from the Deck of Fates. Spellcasters will gain an additional D6 power points, which can take them above their max. Note this down. Once you reach Victal, we'll do, the, we'll do all the rolls and draws, etc. D6? Yes, spellcasters will get a d6, a d6 extra power points. Everybody else will get a draw from the deck of fates. But note this down because we'll do it all later. Okay. okay, an hour later. Exhaustion is nearly upon you, and you are forced to rest for a moment. As you do so, a second pulse is sent through the ether, invigorating you all. Everybody will now gain one luck point due to the sheer ether, uh, so sheer magical energy running through your veins. All power points and luck points gained from the ether storms brewing will be when the ether storm brewing will be lost once the storm hits. Okay, so note down that you all gained one luck point. And that luck point cannot be spent towards the. Yes, it can. Actually, no, it can't because it would have been, it would have been gained um, later later in the day. So no, you can't spend the luck point on getting more 
um, draw some deck of fates. Okay. And then you guys, and then the, the scouting party will have arrived in Victor at this point. So what we'll do is, there's a deck of fates. Um, let's just, um, for convenience sake, also say that Demetria went with Natalia and Victor. Okay. Right. Oh. Um, there are four players, meaning I get four, uh, four draws in the deck. The rest of you, okay. Uh, not player, not here, not here, not here. Roland, how many draws? Um, I'll draw two. Okay, you draw two. Oh, I don't need to do that, do I? Draw for the mega fades. There you go. Thank you. Druce. I shall draw two. Okay. Oops, wrong one. <laughs> okay, there you go. Moss, how many will you draw? I will draw three from my luck points plus the additional one from the storm. Oh, yes. Uh, I suppose I better give you those, shouldn't I? <laughs> so you're drawing three in total, is that right? Four in total. Four. Damn. I had actually planned on having all three Twist of Fates at the very beginning. <laughs> Fair enough. The added extra fourth one was just... Awesome. I guess. Oh, a it Twist is... of Fate. But then... Hmm. Okay, Leg uh, Legatus isn't here. Um, Natalia, how many were you about to buy? Um, I will have three plus the Storm one. Okay. So I need to restore luck points. One, two, three. So you're having four in total as well, yes? Yes. Oh. What the? Hmm? Oh, no, that's just... That's just confusing. <laughs> what? Uh, my... Twist of Fate card. What about it? Once more with feeling, and this time don't cock it up. <laughs> Play to reroll one twist of fate from your hand. Yeah. Alright, so I look. So I. Does that count for itself? No. It has to be a separate one. Yeah. Basically, if you've got two really. If you've got a, a really crap twist of fate in your hand, one you're never going to use, you might as well use that on that and get another one. Alright, because I thought maybe I might be able to use that on, say, it no, itself. No, <laughs> no. I, I, I revised that at, um, after someone did it originally. Oh yeah, I need to draw myself some. Yeah. My, first, my first card would have been awesome to have had at the beginning of the game. Sorry. You guys really need to remind me. Sure footing. Play this twist of fate whilst traveling overland to either avoid avoid one encounter or instead to double the progress made that day. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh. Chasing a bucket. <laughs> oh, sweet. And um, Danny, question. Hmm? What is investigation used for? 
situation-wise. Invest, uh, like looking in libraries, that sort of thing. It's pretty much yeah. library use in um, Cthulhu. Ah, okay. All right, I'm going to play uh, the first Twist of Fate. Well, on... click on it and show us what it is, then, and read it out. So you click on it, you choose play, and play once more with feeling, and this time don't cock it up. I re-roll the. Ah, uh, 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 no, you don't. Counter twists. This card allows you to counter any twist of fate played by any other player, or even the GM. This twist of fate can be countered with another counter twist. Somebody counter <laughs> Counter his counter! Or cock slap him. <laughs> Is anyone going to counter my counter? No. Nope. I guess it's a cock slap then. <laughs> okay, so uh, that card's lost then. You can't. You, you've. Uh, which card was that? That was the first card. The first one, so one one next to lo Longsword, yes? Yep. I think, yeah. Well, if it wasn't, <laughs> you've just lost another one. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'd be the one. Okay, let me know when everybody's finished looking at that Twist of Fates. I'm ready. And you'll be pleased <laughs> to know that was the only useful Twist of Fate I got. <laughs> you know, it's really funny is you surely should have saved that one. I probably should have, but if I had... I'd used it on something that you guys really wanted, and you got annoyed with me. And I was quite happy just wasting it like that, because it's funny. Well, I'm glad now, because there's one I really would have you not like to have counted. <laughs> okay, <laughs> with the party now reaching Victal, we'll uh, stop the recording now and restart. Uh, look at... And play Lady's Twist of Fate to convince somebody that you are in fact a person of great social importance. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm the Fearcrat's daughter! <laughs> exactly. The Fearcrat doesn't have a daughter. Well, he does now. <laughs> I am the appointed heir. <laughs> it's quite. Do you want to know what's even funnier? Yeah. Had this been a normal. No. Had this been no, a normal. No, no. Had this been a normal Tropus episode, we'd only been starting playing now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's. It's. But the Fearcrat. Doesn't have a duck. Well, he'd hardly tell you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> We're gonna have so much. I, I love these twister fates. I mean, they're awesome. I think my uh, accents might give me away, though. <laughs> yeah, you're his daughter twice removed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying this game. This game's good. <laughs> Wait, you just played? Oh, that's funny. I didn't play it. I just showed it to you guys. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Well, I was wondering, uh, powers-wise, is there such thing as a shape-changing power in this yes. game? Yes, mm -hmm. there is. Yes, there is. I don't know how it works, though. It's a veteran power, if I'm not mistaken. So mm -hmm. I don't have it yet. Because that would be the most likely I would want to have them. For you've got the you've got the um the twist of fate that allows you to gain one power a day uh, for today, haven't you? Hidden talent. Yeah, mm -hmm. awesome. Which hides in many forms. And I was thinking he would transform into a bear after you know combat <laughs> might turn against them. Awesome. <laughs> what? Matt, uh, Scaly draw the hidden talent card. Scaly, Scaly, read it out, read it out. Alright, so the twist of fate card I have is called Hidden Talent. The witch hides in many forms. 
You gain the use of one power for the duration of the session only. You do not have to meet the requirements to normally cast it, but it must make sense with the scope of your character. If your character does not have any arcane backgrounds, then for the duration of the session, he is granted enough power points to use the power once. And which <laughs> power have you chosen? Shapeshifting. I was, I was thinking shapeshifting. Oh my, shapeshifting what into a, into bear. a, into a bear. Which yeah. makes sense. Which makes sense within the scope of his character as a uh, cultist of the sixth warrior spirit. Yeah. All right, fine. And the sixth yeah, warrior sick. spirit is a bear. <laughs> which, if you remember, Sorry, he has that's a tattoo the average on... bear. Though dumber than remember. the average human. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Tell me we, rec we recorded that. We did. We totally did. <laughs> and then I don't like this last one that I tried to change. What's that? Uh, what is it? Not that I hit. It disappeared. Okay, there we go. Treasure. Woohoo! Loot! Play <laughs> this twist of fate after an encounter. Discover a small bag of coins. Inside will be a D4 copper and a D810. That ain't fucking treasure. You would have suits you so much. <laughs> the fact that you got the woohoo loot is just you down to a T. <laughs> um, Danny, I'm rolling extra luck. Okay, no, not extra luck points. Extra power. Oh, yeah, yeah, cause the uh, spellcasters give me a D6 roll, please. Oh, well, for Carolyn and um, Gareth, Carolyn's first. One. <laughs> okay, Go, Roland got an extra three power points. Giving you a total of 23 power points now, which is eight above your usual. Carolyn got an extra two. Gareth got an extra five. Giving him 24. Nine above his, above his um, current. Uh, Mac got an extra one. Giving him 21. One above his max. <laughs> wow! Druce, you can cast so many more spells now. What about mm. our extra luck point? Yep, I'll go through and get that now. Okay. Ooh, Berserker. Unbridled that rage of Berserker be... lies in every soul. That would not be very good for the party, though. Well done, Mars. You smack. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well the... done, Mars. And Mars turns around, foaming at the mouth, going, yeah, blah, blah, blah. "The brave but dangerous Briar Moss." <laughs> ooh, ooh, no, no, no! Blinding flash. I smile once more. Oh god. He smiles and a puppy dies. Hmm. Column of destruction? That sounds like me. <laughs> oh god, no, that's like just die. Okay, guys, so um are we all back now? Everybody ready to continue? I'm ready, ready to so. continue. Yeah, I think so. Are all four of us ready to continue? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, I will restart I'm the call. So ready. Right, okay, we're back in the call. Okay, so I'm going to now take Natalia and Victor over to our Victor.
And I forgot something. It's now night time. <laughs> Invisibility. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'll give uh, Victor a torch. Oh god. I'm so crap at making. Okay. Deductions. And now we have to deduce who is the Shred Eye. <laughs> oh, Dimitri is with them, by the way. Oh yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Rending sounds horrid. What does it do? Horrid, good. A grotesque power uses raw force to squeeze, pull, and tear internal organs, bones, and other organs. Yeah, I remember that spell. Yeah, I was gonna give it to Roland, but then I realized that one was way too evil. Okay. Except if Roland ever goes in the neck for a Enough. Sorry. Entering the village gates. You spy a torch-wielding militiaman far off to your right. He stands beside a large pyre watching you. The pyre is unlit. From beyond the light of your torches comes five men in a loose formation. The front line of three, supported by two men with crude pole arms. The man in the middle of the front ranks yells out to you. Who are you? Victor, announce me. Wait a sec. After Danny finishes cocking up the, the formation of his militiamen by accidentally moving one. See, this this sort of thing would be the case of, whoops, we've accidentally blown all the mi miniatures over on the table. If this is a real role playing. Right. We are of House Sclivano. We speak we seek hospice within your town. What is this? Why are you prepared as if for war? We are prepared for uh, shit, we've all turned Russian. We are prepared for <laughs> war because words come enemies of the state are walking down the road straight towards us. Then we are obviously not enemies of the state. We are just simple travelers. Vitana may not have a war. Not at the moment, at least. No, that's true. You're welcome to go through. He says we are welcome to go through, my lady. We shall go to their inn if they have one. We do have an inn, my lady. It's just way back there. She'll nod haughtily. Okay, so you pop off to the inn. Once inside the inn, um, pop you over here. Once inside the inn, Demetra will comment that we need to send word back to the others. Um, I'm not going to tell you what you passed in the village because it'll give away too much to the others. But um, she's distressed, and she definitely um, thinks that word should be sent back to them. And how do you think we should do this? 
I don't know. I suppose we can't now, can we? Hmm. They seem to be preparing for more than war. Yes. I fear so. Let us hope the others arrive just in time. And we'll turn back to the rest of the party. So, after they don't come back, what's the plan? Um, we're... We keep walking very fast. Look, everyone, we need to keep going. This storm is... It's, it can hit at any time. We don't have a lot of time. Correct. <clears throat> I agree. We're not going to be welcomed. Well, yeah, and whose fault is that, Moss? Let's just go. Keep walking. Uh, before they carry on, um, Roland will advise Boris to stay behind her. Yes. Because if he arrives with them, he's not going to live. Okay. So he says it in a nicer way. So you're heading into Victal? Yeah. Straight for the gates? I'm having my shield and sword <laughs> ready. Yep, let me just check your swords one-handed it is. Okay. Um, and the steel, heavy steel shield. Yeah. Um, Roland will raise the, um, the male, um, what's it called? One coif? Of those? Yeah, coif. And then tilt the kettle helm down so that they can't see his face when he enters. Yep, I'm just going to move you. Onto the uh, right map. And I guess Druce uh, should at least, like, I don't know, pull his hood up or something. Okay. You enter the village just the same, and you spy the militia man with his torch. One second. I appear to be freezing. There we go. Militia man with the torch beside the pyre. And you too are approached by the men. However, they take one look at you and freeze. Can I play just a fake card for somebody else or no? You can, yes. Alright. Um... Where's my character? Ah. <laughs> Your character's to the left, left down here. Oh, I can't see it. Okay, there you Oops, don't want to do that. I can't really move them without displaying stuff to the rest of the party. Stuff that the party shouldn't really be able to see. Alright, just play the um, self-importance. Okay. Why? What? What's this? I don't understand how... Uh... Can't they... Well, they can't pretend to be somebody else, I guess. No. Not really. They could be um, an important enemy of the state, but they're an enemy of the state nonetheless. Um, correction. Mm -hmm. Um, hold on, I'm trying to find find the skill for bluffing. Persuasion. Uh, where is my persuasion? Oh, it's a C6 already. Plus charisma. Um. And just in case it doesn't work, uh. Can you give me the uh, uh, medium burst uh, 
template Danny, just yep. in case. Inbound. Also, um, I'd suggest that Moss fork over the Molotovs. No, you're already in town. Um, you, you had a, a load of chances to uh, declare that sort of thing. I even asked you, are you heading stra ending straight into town? You said yes, so no. Now the militiamen are in front of you, and they're going to start talking. Alright. But the Molotovs uh, aren't out in front, they're no. in the back. Y yes, yes. Anyway, Druce, the medium blast blast marker just north of your position, you should be able to see it. Yeah, I've got it. Thank you. Halt! Uh, Surrender your arms! Uh, Roland will keep his his face unseen and attempt to bluff uh, them into thinking he is someone else. Uh, go on then. <clears throat> Hold on a minute. <laughs> he, he attempts. These are my prisoners. They don't look like pri they don't look very prisonery to me. They've all got their they've all got their weapons out. This one, this one is uh, one of mine, he says, and pats Moss's shoulder. Yeah, he'd be one of the people we're wanting. Now surrender no. your weapons. He holds up a hand. You might think so, but look at his armor. You think he'd, he'd be one of them? He's been working, working with the uh, Inquisition all the time. The Inquisition? Nobody yeah. expects the Inquisition. You stay here! Oi! Barry! Yeah? Go get the Inquisitor and find out. Right-o. Off I go then. <laughs> Off I go. Okay, apparently Barry, who had a uh, Iron Glaive and he was in sort of the rear rank, buggers off to go and get the Inquisitor. So who are you really? What was that? Who are you really? Julius. Julius Thracius. Not heard that name before. Mm, I'm Sounds from... old Kagian. From Menta. Don't sound like a Menta man. I mean, I'm a Menta man. Barry comes rushing back, yelling out, It's them! It's them! Uh, Roland will <laughs> signal uh, truce. <laughs> Incoming. Yeah, okay, I'm going to hit the initiatives. One sec, we don't want the initiative for medium blast marker. No, 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 initiative. No, 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 we're fucked. Okay, first up we have Boris, who's, well, the combat hasn't really been declared yet, so we're going to skip down to Druce, who's on the initiative twice, apparently. Druce. Um, Alex, what do you think? Um, fall asleep or um, scream and run away? Flaming death with awesome deafness. Scream and run away. Cause sleep, uh, it's yeah. yeah if okay. if if they see their friends run away suddenly, they're gonna go wait wait what? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I agree. Here it comes. 
Come on, roll with the raves. So luck point. Got it. This misfires and, and makes us run away, I'm just gonna cry. I'm gonna laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> Piece of shit spell. <laughs> you failed again. No. No, Did I haven't even gotten it off yet. Oh, bigger spell. Ooh. It's a raise. I'm guessing you're gonna be moving that large blast, mar blast marker bit back here. Yeah. Oh, nice one. I'll move that out of the way. Okay, so they're going to suffer a minus two penalty because you're casting a nature's glare. Uh, do you want to give us a description why I roll the shit for them? <coughs> Drews <coughs> throws his hood back, raises both arms up in the air. The 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 staff, uh, his staff clenched in in one in one hand as a as a chill wind swirls around uh, the the region of the marker, and it and you know it shatters their will and and breaks their courage. One of them and, surrenders and wets their pants. <laughs> Wait, okay. what's surrender mean? Surrender means goes. Oh God, no! Okay, um, all of them have failed. Militiaman one has surrendered. So, um, yeah, we'll find out what happens when it gets their turn. So, the rest of you, do what? Um, well, I'm guessing the guy with the torch up north is, is uh, getting ready to yell for backup or something. Probably. Um, if we take him out quickly, he might not have that chance. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, Roland will look to Moss and point to the militias closest to them, the group. And say, take them down. Try not to kill them. And um, he'll then turn towards the militiamen uh, up by the pyre. Okay. So what are you going to do to him? Um, it's, it's, well, I'm, not, I'm kind of waiting for an answer to what you're yeah, doing. I'm thinking. Well, don't think too long. You have six seconds. Remember that, that you uh, have anything uh, you can contain within six seconds, not as in using six seconds to do what you want. Uh, he'll just order everyone to attack Militiaman 5. Okay. Uh, it's Militia Group's turn. So, we have a group of militiamen who are, well, to put it bluntly, legging it. And uh, they just roll, roll the run for these dudes. Not him. Twelve. Militiaman sergeant runs twelve, he can run faster than the rest of them. That's how come he's managed to live to be a sergeant. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's the only way Constantine's ever gonna live to that rank. Finish <laughs> round two. Does he? He can run eight. Let's him move nine. Captain Jean-Luc The other one craps his pants and faints on the spot. 
here. Medium blast marker. Now, Militiaman 5 is going to use the torch's hand and set alight the bonfire. And now I'm going to stop it from being night time because, well, to be honest, the I've checked it, checked it already. The bonfire pretty much lights up the entire area. Oh, crap in a bucket. Oh crap! As the uh, as the um, bonfire light glows up, uh, two sets of three archers and stand up behind some rough barricades that were previously out of your um, vision due to the darkness. And in between these barricades are a large group of militiamen, led by the heavily armed and armoured blacksmith. Being in the company of their friends, uh, at the end of end of next turn, the, militia, the cowardly militiamen will get a, get a chance to rally. But before that, we have why is that Brian Moss added to initiative again? Or what? The, uh, oh no, yeah, Brian Moss got added added twice for some reason. Brian Moss, it's your turn. Moss, it's your turn. Oh, damn! Fuck. <laughs> I, I was mute, apparently. Yes, well, you should be paying attention to this, not your videos, or your... whatever oh, it is. I, 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 the mute button, incidentally, is midway between the uh, cord, so I must have sat on it and not realized it. Uh, okay, well, anyway, it's your turn still. Alright, Briar Moss will move forward. Mm-hmm. Three, and kind of take up a defensive stance, and... If I can, just as a free action, kind of boot his weapon away from him. Yep, you can do so. You boot away his iron broadsword. Yeah. And that'll bring us on to a new round. So we have you tarts down here. We have Moss. The militia groups. As you can see, I've, um, I'm not going to. I'm so rolling did, it as a group for the. Uh, so what did Caroline and Galroth do? They didn't. They just stood there because, well, they didn't have anything to do. They saw no obvious threat, and Roland got so far in the initiative, he, whatever. Anyway, basically, I was just trying to move it along. Drusus' turn. All right. Um. Well, Danny, guess where I want you to put that large burst uh, template now. Wherever you want it to be put, you've got control of it. <clears throat> right there. <laughs> right there, baby. Right oh, in yeah. the center of the line. Holy craps! <laughs> I, I loves my I loves my AOEs. Okay, so would you like to attempt to cast a spell? Please that fail. is precisely what I'm doing. Okay, I'll select the dudes ready uh, to make their morale checks. I don't I don't have a uh, a large large burst template available as a target though. No, meh. Hmm. What would you, you like you me to do? You might do if you if if you scroll that far enough, so you can actually see it on your screen when you click the uh, target. Oh, I know why. Stand by. Um, Druce will move forward. Ah, uh, our range. The limit of his his movement. <laughs> he there. Holy and shit! He just walks up beside me. Hey, what you doing? Pretty How much. You doing? And then cast. Sorry, I pull out the range. Yeah, there we go. Say goodnight, Gracie. 
Mm. Night Gracie. Shit. Luck failed. Point. Okay, gone in. Oh, the beginning of the round. Yeah. Yeah, beginning of the round and half the enemy are gonna run off. <laughs> no, no, no. Awesome. Drus gets it. What? Guardian. Alright. Hello? Yep. Yeah. Sorry, it all went quiet. That's because I'm clicking buttons. Another spell failure. I'm out of luck, guys. Um, I will use a twist of fate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can actually see myself, so yeah, yeah, I can play it. Alright, um... I think it's this one. Make sure first. Yeah, okay. Okay, play it and read it out for us. Uh, no surrender. You refuse to give up. This Play this twist of fate to gain an immediate free reroll to any single die roll this round as though spending a luck point. Jess, I love you. You're welcome. Which uh, twist of fate is that, Jess? First, second, third? Second. Second. Okay. God, pass the spell. You've got to get this spell off. I really do. Just make a uh, casting check, Druce. Because otherwise it'll cost you um, spell casting points, so to make a skill check, casting skill. Okay. Remember to get the plus one. What plus one? Yeah. For the uh, luck point? Yeah. Plus I mean, one? I, well, he had uh, extra one to begin at play. I didn't know if he used all of his stuff on Twist of Fate. Yeah, yeah, get, no, no, he did. He, he'd, he's already used two luck points. Oh, fuck. That's not a fumble, though, but yeah, still fuck. Spell fail. Anybody else got any luck points? Any just to fate? No, sadly, no. Okay, the spell does not affect. I, I can't believe I've... No, wait a second. Hold it. How did I roll a zero on my spell casting? Normal equals eval nature's glare. Let me, uh... Best I hate using these old skills because they're fucking shite. Yeah, it's um, not working properly. Something's gone cocked up somewhere. Uh, just what is your spell casting? I believe we're looking at a D8. Let me find it. Uh, yep, D8. Give us a D8 roll. Alright, stand by. Gotta get my chat window back up. Alright. Two, All we right. should fail anyway. And the second on. one, because you used luck points. Yep. I'm not trusting the actual spellcasting roll for now. Well, there's a wild die. Six, which would have been fast. Oh, no, yeah, fast and your wild die. Gotcha. Okay, fuck it. I know that was a D8, but I don't really care at this point. Wait, and it, it explodes. No, that's you old a D8, I'm letting you off. Yeah. Oh, okay. gotcha. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're not pulling the wool over my eyes, I'm letting you off, there's a difference. Okay. Right, so these guys need to make a fear check. Uh, oh crap, there's multiple dudes here that have multi seem to have multiple fears. So let me just try and uh, sing them down so I can... Oh, and him too. Oh my. Uh, th that wasn't a raise, so... 
please, please, please. <laughs> Two more surrenders. And, oh, I, I love and, you, Matt. And the blacksmith. Right. So. Get this other way. <laughs> Holy shit, you guys. <laughs> so much for this punch up. <laughs> right. So we have ambushing militiaman three has quite happily uh, passed. Back at his group. Fresh um, the woman. <laughs> Holy shit! The spice must flow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's militia group. Um, black, which consists of these guys running off. Um, these guys run off somewhere. Danny, do we hear screaming from the inside the inn? Yeah, probably. Ah, it's Roland. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go and kill Lucas because damn, he looks evil. It does a bit. He looks like a fucking pedophile. Exactly. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Bring the children to me. <laughs> oh yeah, he does. Nobody has to call him with me running him through, right? Um. At this point, no. Wait, let's see. Silly people. Um. All right, I'm gonna cast a spell. Go on, what's so you gonna cast? Thinking duplication. That one costs a lot, so I might start off with fortification. Okay, so get attacked. Duplicate me. Okay. I can't duplicate you, I can only duplicate myself. Thank fuck, one moss is bad enough. I know. Charge! Uh, it's a horde of mosses coming at us. We're all NPCs! <laughs> Run! No, we're all PCs. <laughs> um, wait, why can't I target myself as thing for the armor? Oh, wait, yes, I can. There I am. Don't mind. <laughs> Yay, a raise! Yay, you're, 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 yeah, you, Jesus Christ, you now have plus four toughness. For the duration that of that spell. Suck. Archery group B is going to go, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap, I pissed myself, and, oh god, oh god, god, please don't kill me. And the other two are going to shoot you. Uh, they're going to shoot at... The blacksmith's yelling out orders. Get him! He's the caster! Kill the witch! So, militia archer one and two are going to shoot at Truce. No, where and, and technically, he just cast a spell too. Thanks. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, so, 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 okay, one will shoot at Truce, the other will shoot at. Uh... Okay, and that arrow goes whizzing over Druce's shoulder. And where's Roland gone? Too many fucking targets on us. Piss off! Ah, crap. There we go. And the other one goes twanging between Roland's legs and that really misses uh, Gareth's crutch. It's Boris's turn. Boris is running, what the fuck? And legging it the completely other direction, so he's, he's running off back down the road. Yeah, that's good. Wow, that's Roland, good. you're bow-legged. Galroth has to worry about his nuts. Okay, <laughs> and it's uh, Gareth's turn. Gareth is going to rush forward to support um, Druce and Moss with healing should they need it. Miatch's turn. Hmm. Miatch will. Um. Alright, hang on a second. I am measuring. You know, can't quite make it. Miatch can't quite uh, make it to engage anyone directly, but uh, he will move as Wait, fast you, as he can could, in you this could, direction. You could run. 
Mm. And get a minus two on your attack if you want to attack as well. But you can you still get to move extra. And hmm, hang on a second. Let me undo that move real quick. And uh, that last move, I would have done it for you. Okay. All right. If. Hmm. Yeah, yeah he, can get, he can get there. Yeah, he's gonna go and take him out. Okay. All right. And here's Militiaman five. Attack! Attack! No, not ambushing Militiaman five. Hang on, I got a so many targets. Keep on Most of them are gonna get removed. I'm gonna I'm gonna remove the uh, ones that have broken. And the ones that surrendered. Well, no, I'll keep the ones that surrendered because it's funny, but the ones that have already ran, run off and broken, I'm going to get rid of. Mm. Dude. Peter Whale. He missed. Looks like, looks like, um. Oh, wait. Illegal arg argument type java.math.bigdecimal expecting java. Let me java. check it. Let me check it. It means, it means something's missing. Um, uh, off his armor. Is it just me or does, uh. Does Father Whalen look like Bruce Campbell, written, mm. drawn like in a in a in a Western fantasy style? Oh, I'd say he looks uh, more yeah. like John Tucker. Yeah, I sorry. Apparently, apparently he's had a couple of the uh, zeros missing. I thought I'd picked all them up. I must have missed Minishman Five. Sorry, attacking. My apologies. All right, I am attacking again. Because I really want that go. guy to die. One of the improvements in next lot of skill, uh, next lot of scripts, is it remembers what target you attacked last last round. Um, I get the same error code, Danny. Okay, let me f give me a moment. Oh, fuck's sake. Oh, that's right. It doesn't drink blood this session. I'm I gonna put, kill somebody. I put a zero in the wrong place. That um. That should work a lot better. Alrighty. <laughs> Round three! Ding ding ding! Kill it. Kill it with fire. I'm telling you. Wait, round three? Yeah, Yay, you killed him! Yay! Match jumps through the air and tears the poor bastard's throat out, covering his entire muzzle in blood. Not the nuts! Not the nuts! I don't think he has to worry about his nuts or the, anything else. Okay, it's ambushing militia's turn, so the blacksmith will look about to his men. He's, see, he's, he's watching men crying like girls running behind the barricades, panicking, <laughs> and finds himself with two men at his side. One with a broadsword, or two, both with broadswords. One's looking pretty shit. He's thinking, yeah, this isn't a fight I'm really wanting to do. These guys are obviously too hard. So he pulls he, he pulls a belt on he pulls a horn off his belt and blows it. <laughs> and yeah, battle over. The enemy Wait, went off. We broke him? Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha! Well done, Druze. One one druid and a dog. Broke Did the entire up. might of the Victor militia. <laughs> to be honest, I think a might and militia in the same sentence is a bit of oxymoron. <laughs> So, what are the other villagers doing that weren't in the militia? Probably looking towards the, the um, broken soldiers and going, 
What the hell's going on over there? Yeah, what just happened? <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh, God damn it. I'm gonna put can, uh, can we, you guys uh, can at, we at, in fact see into the village? You can't. I'm about to explain. About to describe what's happened now. I'm just moving uh, Natalia etc. outside the uh, tavern. Right. Looking into the village, you see Danny looking for his notes. That looks like Danny looking for from his beyond, notes. From from beyond the light of the torches, right? Blah blah. Okay. As the last of the militia men go legging it through the village, you hear the voice of Pater Whalen, the, the priest of this village. He appears to be beginning to start the burning. For consorting with Fay, bespilling of the night Ivan, and cursing my own daughter, he begins. In the distance behind the barricades, you can clearly see the pyre with, 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 with a scarred woman who must be Byrona, strapped to the front. In the distance, you can see the village woman standing watching with the, ch with the children. Um, Roland will start running. By the power invested in me, power invested by both the true gods and their eternal servants, the most holy theocracy of Cague. At the centre of the village square is a tall wooden pole, around which firewood and kindling have been piled. All the timbers glisten with oil wet. This is truly an inferno in the making. Lashed tightly to the stake is a sobbing figure of Byrona. Three people stand near this pyre. One is an inquisitor. This is scary. <laughs> Roland's token goes legging in the other direction, dressed in, in the armour and tabard of his order. The others are Waylon, who holds the he a heavy tome of scriptures in his hands, and beside him stands Lucas, his initiate. Slightly apart from the others is a beautiful girl that could only be Lorelei, her features looking oddly cold in the light of the blazing torch she clutches. A great cloud surrounds the scene, but thankfully, they are on the other side of the, side of the, of the pyre, so to reach, you, reach it, you will not have to pass through the 30 or so citizens. Um, how big is the pyre? The pyre is 15 by... Yeah, 15, no, yeah, 15 by 15 feet. Um, what, how um, well fastened to it is she? Is it rope or...? Rope. Okay. And, and more importantly, who's holding... Who's holding the torch? Lorelai has one and Waylon has one. Yeah, Waylon has one and Lorelai has one. If you hover over the token, it tells them as their weapon torch. Okay, I can't get both of them. Um, you go for Lorelai, I'll talk Waylon down. Okay, talk um... Down. <laughs> you talk uh, someone wait. down? I contend you to burn at a stake until dead. Um, Waylon will run up to Waylon and... and Push him aside. Stop this! The, the Inquisitor holds up a hand to silence the ceremony and steps towards Roland, Maul at the ready. His head then turns to Briar Moss. This Inquisitor is recognizable as being he who led the tortures. Sabriar Moss of House Pendragoon, if that is who you are. <laughs> I see the gods have orchestrated our meeting. If that be the case, then I challenge you to the right of Sacred Julio. 
Sacred Julio means sacred jewel. It is where two knights fight to the death to show whom has the true gods on their side. Do you accept this most holy of challenges? Gripping upon the hilt, I accept. And tell your comrades to clear a space for us. Roland, back off. Roland does so, and uh, throws a look at Whale and, and Lorelei to ward off any desire for them to light the pyre. Mm -hmm. They show no desire. They seem to be re respecting the, uh, the Inquisitor, is obviously the leader figure here. May the victor be shown to have the favor of the true gods on his side. Waylon, you understand that if he wins, this entire event is declared wrong in the eyes of the gods. The Inquisitor then turns to the blacksmith, who is... Uh, oh, crap. Hmm? Um, keep going, but don't start anything yet. Okay. Turns to the blacksmith, who is returning from leading his men back to safety. Doubt is readable on the Inquisitor's face. Vasco, let us all hope you are wrong, Demon Hunter. And guard, Pendragoon! Okay, I'm going to add you okay. both to the initiative. Okay, um, Druce has uh, left Miach to keep an eye on Lorelei, who he doesn't trust at all, and while those two have been talking, he's crept around the pyre to about there. Right. Which which is exactly the range he needs to be in order to cast boost strength on Moss. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome! And Moss got initiative by a whopping 72 points. The gods sh sh surely are showing who's on their side. Okay, uh, make your roll. Can I also play a Twist of Fate card? Yes, you can! <laughs> Holy hell! <laughs> I can't wait for the one-shot kill. All of a sudden, mask lose. Okay, I'm going to be um, out of action for a couple of seconds. I've, I accidentally deleted Vasco and I shouldn't have deleted him, so I just need to quickly grab him. I don't know if this will work. I hope this will work. Right, I'm oh, going crap. to pl play Weak Spot. When Lucas saw the gap in Claire and the scales, he drove his spear forward, wounding the beast. You spy a weakness in your opponent's armor. Gain plus two to all damage rolls against one particular target. <laughs> he is so dead. He is so okay. fucking dead, it's not even funny. And Danny, for some reason, the macro keeps telling me that uh, I'm out of range. Uh, uh, even at the time that I had my token directly up against his... So I don't okay? know what's going on. To be honest, these macros are so fucking shite. So uh, no, okay I've, honest, I've no wonder. I'm, I'm actually surprised we've managed to get this so this long with them so far. And anyway, I found Vasco. Uh, see if I can copy him over nice. Um, but, while everyone's boosting Moss, I think I'll do so. But I passed on a spellcasting roll. I'll do the okay. plus four on armor. Thanks. Give me a give me a second, because I need to. Uh, I need to bring Vasco into sh into it, and I can't just yet. So hold on a second. I had to uh, open another copy of the map tools to get be able to get him. Should be able to bring him in now. And I'm going to uh, step off for 30 seconds to um, um, grab a drink uh, before the show starts. Okay, the show's about to start. Um, I'll, I'll cast the armor thing almost. Okay, 
to be honest, don't you think it's a bit overkill? Don't you think you've done enough now? Might be an idea to save some PowerPoints. Alright, fine. fine. As funny as it is, understand Super it. Boss. Yeah. Okay, could you play that card again, please, Jess? Because I didn't catch it before. Sure. Okay. Right. When Lucas saw the gap in Kalaranafar's scales, he drove his spear, fo uh, spear forward, wounding the beast. It's by weak spot in your opponent's armor, getting plus two to all damage rolls against one particular target. Right. And what was the other thing? Uh, his, his strength was increased, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> the voice from beyond. Uh, Moss, what was your strength originally? Moss's strength originally, just a second as it pops up here, is a D8. No, no, originally. Not what's on your token. No, no, no. It's originally was a D8. Okay, it's now a D10. <laughs> I, I brought up the uh, my map of stuff where I keep... Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, whatever. You've got initiative, make it so. Alright, I'm going to uh, hold my attack to Frenzy on him. Hold your what? Hold my attack to frenzy on him when he comes close enough. Okay, okay. Gripping, gri gripping his maul in his hands. Um, the Inquisitor, Melidris Varonich. So we got a Vitanian Inquisitor. Shifts his stance and charges to charges forward, swinging his maul. All As right, the maul swings strike. through the air. There, Brian Moss brings his shield up and slashes out with his sword. Okay, so Frenzy gives you two attacks at minus two each. Am I right? No. Uh, first, I'm going to do first strike since he moved within five feet of me. Correct. So that's a uh, base one. Yep, free attack. Fucking hell, you're getting three attacks before he even gets one in. Mm -hmm. Admittedly, he's, he's attacking at the exact same time, so... Well, the first strike goes in before that. Okay, so. yep, and then works at the exact same time. Understood, so make your roll. Alright, so where is he? Visitor. Uh, medium human target. Blah, 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 blah. Plus two damage. Plus. Plus two, plus. Wait, does no, that I'm, give me a. He should, it should be just be plus two damage. Um, zero attack. Just to say, since it's been a while since I've been in combat. <laughs> yeah, you just fall over. Alright, so I get a plus one to attack. Uh, where, are you getting the plus, where are you getting the plus one for attack from? Uh, my longsword, it's my oh, yep. choice. Yep, okay, plus one to attack and you're getting plus two damage from the Twist of Fate's uh, weak spot. Mm -hmm. Alright, okie dokie. And attack. Aha! The Inquisitor sees the attack coming before uh, before you even swing and ducks down. This is truly a man who is trained in the art of war. Now, as it's his turn, I'm going to rule that his attack will go off first on you, but technically they're going at the same time, so you'll still get to your, your attacks off even if you're taken out of action. So it'll be hilarious if you both fall over. The Maul comes through the air and Moss digs his aft foot deep into the ground, bringing his shield up. The maul slams against the the, heart, the shield of the heart in the centre. And 
literally sends a shockwave through Moss's body, numbing his entire shield arm. Moss, you now have two strikes. And attacking. Don't forget you're suffering a minus one to this attack and plus two damage. Yes. The first, the first shot, cla uh, first shot clangs off the back of the uh, Inquisitor's armor as he recovers from his blow. Wait, why did you attack Byrona? Yeah. What? You're attacking oh, okay. Byrona, you tit. You wow. just killed. You just killed Byrona. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> my longsword has a very long reach. It's a very long sword. Do you want to try again with those attacks? This time attacking you the person wish. you're meant to attack. Alright, alright, here we go. First That's one. better. And the second one? Two. And the second one. Three wounds. <laughs> Twist of fate. Yep. Stand by, let me find it. Oh. Two wounds. Oh god, five wounds? Yeah, Inquisitor's dead. <laughs> I think Moss is about to chuck in the overkill. Um, I am. I just have to find the correct one. So um, after having deflected his blow, I come back around and slash him along the sides and then jam my um, sword with his... Uh, but... ...bottom of his as, jaw to the roof of his mouth. Um, as, as soon as I find it, the correct answer is the Inquisitor is not going to be soaking that roll. The Inquisitor wasn't going to be soaking that roll anyway, he hasn't got any luck points. Oh. Well, I'm playing it anyway. Okay. Right, just a, I... just a, just a little tip. If you have a look on the tokens, um, the char characters which have... Um, who gain, gain wild die, free wounds, but not luck points, will have a silver dragon in the, in the bottom right-hand corner. If they have a gold mm. dragon, then they have luck points. If they have no dragon, then they're just extras. The true gods have taken a disliking to one member of this encounter. Gee, I wonder which one. <laughs> he may not spend any luck points for its duration. If the target is not a wild card, then he will suffer a minus one to all rolls. In this read, the, read the flavor text out. Pissing on the, on the altar to unsandy was never the orc's best idea. <laughs> yeah, he's... Um... Right, so as, he's, as, as, the, as the guy recovers from the blow, Moss brings his, his, his longsword slashing down across the, across the man's lower back before booting him back in the stomach. As he stumbles back, clutching a hand to his bleeding back, just, uh, sorry, Moss just brings his sword up straight underneath the jaw where, there's no, where this helmet offers no protection. And all, you, all the rest of you guys that see is just the sword tip come emerging out the, at the top of the rear. Inquisitor's head, and the Inquisitor topples to the ground, clearly showing the gods are on your side. Okay. And then and... I'd also like to play uh, Twist of Fates. Yep. Alright, I'd like to play this one after the encounter. Okay, just do you want to read what, it out? Just what the Medici ordered. Medici, champion. not Medici. Medici ordered. Champion, just what we needed. Play this Twist of Fates after a battle to find a small potion of the GM's choice. I also play the. Woohoo! <laughs> Luke! <laughs> play this twist of fate after the encounter to discover a small bag of coins. Inside will be found 1d4 copper and 1d8 tin. Gain one copper. Free, uh, free tin. Okay. 
Uh, it's a pouch, it's a pa pa pouch, pouch that has fallen, that has fallen out, fallen off the Inquisitor's belt at your feet. So it's obviously a gift from the gods. Inside, you find one tin, three copper, and a small potion. On the okay. potion, it's labelled "surprisingly small potion of healing." <clears throat> and as the Inquisitor is still falling, uh, Drus will uh, go back around the pyre to be behind Lorelei and he is going going on hold to to dive upon her um, um, in case she uh, attempts to, to put that torch to the pyre and uh, All right. and, and Miach is tensing for a spring as in he's also on hold to attack yep okay perfect All right. Roland takes the uh, torch from Whalen. I take it without much effort. Uh, you can wait, please. Okay. I'm trying to find some stuff. After uh, <laughs> booting off the uh, Inquisitor off thy sword hilt, <laughs> coming up to uh, Wayland. Again, you can wait, please. I'm trying to find something. Where the fuck's it gone? Fuck it, you guys have to use us, which is your bloody imagination, I suppose. Right. The Inquisitor falls to the floor dead. For several seconds, Lorelei stands very still. Drus makes his way around the back of the pyre. He stands behind her, yet she doesn't seem to notice. She looks very distracted, her head tilted aside, as if listening to a voice you cannot hear. Then, as Druce is standing behind her, he does not see, a cruel smile twists her features, and she calls out the bitter voice, a voice bitter with indignation. Let the sentence be carried out! Let the bits burn! Do you want to give me an agility check, please? Druce, if you can pass, you manage to grab her hand. If not, you don't. You oh. don't. Uh, what about my action? Yeah, I suppose you can bite her ankle, but no. Uh, if he gets a raise. <laughs> oh, come on! No, because he's going to have to... He's, he's a little fucking... He's, well, he's not a little dog, but he's, a, he's still a little dog. He, he would need to be able to actually... Uh, he'd need to actually really jump up and grab at her. So, raise. Um, he has luck points. Yes, he does. Did you try for a raise? And uh, that is... That is the, uh, the only option I have. If you bite, oh, there, there you we go. go. There you go. Oh, well done. <laughs> so saying, she goes to throw the blazing torch at the base of the stake. No sooner fetch, does boy, she, fetch. No, no sooner does she does she do so that Miach jumps to the air, misses her, lands on the pile, turns around, jumps again, barking at her. Somehow manages to overjump, but he's such a cool ass kick ass dog. He manages to knock her over in the process anyway. Okay, it would be easier to just have him actually catch the thing. 
Yeah, you know, it's Miach. Fuck you. So what, he does, like, he, he does a trinity and does the kung fu kick in her face? Yes. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how it happened. I'm glad you could be able to imagine the scene. I must have described it really well. <laughs> um, anyway. What are you doing? You foul dog! Um, Lorelai aims a kick at the dog's um, middle, just as um, uh, Father Whalen and Lucas come around the corner and begin yelling. My daughter, what are you doing? Shouts Father Whalen. Uh, is it possible for me to take a step forward and kind of prevent Father Whalen from going around the corner by holding up the bloody blade? Um, if you want to, yes. Um, in a ringing voice, uh, oh. Natalia will call out, This girl is thwarting the will of the gods. You have seen what has happened in the battle. <laughs> yeah, but he suddenly ran away. <laughs> Waylon, you know the truth now. It's your daughter. It is as I said. It is as Daemonis. No, that cannot be true! Vas it's Vasco's voice that rings out, declaring Lorelei to be the Daemonis. I've seen it before. Never like this, but I've seen it before. You must face the truth, man! Okay, what are you going to do? Uh, pause out of character moment here. Mm-hmm. Because we need to digest here. It's very mm -hmm. important how we progress. Correct. So, um... How many, um... We have three doses. Uh, and we have more than three suspects. Yeah. I think you know what uh, Briar would say. Kill, kill them all, all at the gods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kill them all, then that's the gods' concern. Um, okay, what, what do it work we know? For him? What do we know? We know that Lorelai is a bitch. We know the Inquisitor's dead. <laughs> we know the Inquisitor's dead, so it's not him. <laughs> uh, we know absolutely nothing really, personally, from ab about Byrona, except that she's been accused of being a fae or something. By the one who's a bitch. By the one who is a bitch and really wants to see her burn. And you have the um, the blacksmith who appears to be more than he first appeared because he's now declaring that he's seen Daemonis De before. Daemonis being um, Sh uh, Shailene for demon. Um, I say I say we <clears throat> we uh, start asking people questions because that's the only way we're getting answers. Um, I say. Yeah. I say, um, um, one of us calls out something along the lines of, well, we can find out right now because we've got this bitter spite extract. And then we sprinkle some on this blonde bitch. <laughs> who yeah, has? Who, who actually has the bitter spite at the moment? Who has the bitter spite at the moment? Would um, that be uh, Drus by any chance? No, it is Roland. Oh. So it's not going to magically turn into Drus's pocket. Uh, it does. It does. He, oh. 
He gave uh, Bruce one dose. As I thought. It, 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 it made perfect sense. It obviously happened a couple of episodes back. We've all forgotten. Yeah, and don't you remember? He was all like, Oh, it's it's silly happens. me, I've got it right here on my inventory. Of course you have. <laughs> Just like the map uh, Kiki had last uh, last uh, Dalish Curse. But anyway. <clears throat> okay, so... If it isn't her, we line people up and start asking questions. Correct. And okay, so... I'm probably going to be unbiased. So, who would like to do the dialogue? Um, I think I will have to do it. Do it. Well, this is stuff I wanted to do first. Alright, well, you, you do it. Well, sliding up next to uh, Wayland, uh, Moss will kind of uh, take the flat of his blade and kind of, you know, lay it across the part of his shoulder and reach for the torch and say, none of this. I think we've determined... Yes, but yes. This isn't going to happen. Of course, of course. Um, Wayland happily hands the torch over. With, there's no complaints at all. And then you just slide the blade down as if wiping off the blood on his shirt. And then go over to Byrona to cut her free. Okay, well, <sighs> as, as you do so, um, Lorelei's eyes fix on you, and Wayland moves over to, to uh, talk with uh, Vasco. He's got a very sort of a slow, drudgy walk. He's, he's a man whose face shows conflict. And he's obviously heading over to Vasco for a bit of advice. Speak the words. Speak the words. How dare you! She's a fae! She needs to burn! Shouts Lorelai. Alright, you be quiet. And he How turns to the crowd. Everyone, we have... Um, I'm not supposed to refer to it as. Bitter Spy Extract? We have Bitter Spite Extract, and that is the only thing that can reveal who is what? the fae. Bitter Spite Extract. Where the hell did I get that from? She's the face. She, it's her. Use it on her. Uh, yeah, too late. I've already, I've already dumped it on the the bitch's head. Oh dear. <laughs> the dark powder spreads out through the air, falling upon Lorelai's clothes, skin, and hair. Slowly, another dark shape becomes apparent, forming over Lorelai's shoulder and causing Drus and Miach to back away just to make room for this ginormous thing. I'm going to push by Rona. Wait, you can wait me. until Danny has finished his description, please. Okay. Over Lorelai's shoulder emerges a dark, shadowy creature, all tentacles and ill-defined form. It slivers and moves, a number of its tentacles apparent in that they rub against Lorelai's skull. In a hushed voice, Demetria hisses out a single word. Should I? Little worm begins a voice that Mo that Druce recognizes. It comes from Lorelai's mouth, but it's distinctly not her own. It is a voice that on the surface sounds beautiful, and there is nothing beautiful about the demonic undertones, a distinct, distant growl that lingers after every word. Little worm, when will they learn? This is my freedom was to be. Now you shall pay to feed my glee. With that, the horrible, slivering shape moves its tentacles wet and glistening in the moonlight. One sec, my fucking mobile. Ugh, fucking thing. Glistening in the moonlight. 
it quickly moves towards a church, crushing Waylon in its path. The poor girl, Lorelei, still in the Shredai's clutches. With a smash, it bursts through the, through the church door and disappears into the darkness. To be continued in Lair of the Shredai. Coming soon to RPGMP3.com.